there and welcome to episode 51 of Be Boomer Unleashed. This week we're talking about the history of Christmas and we're going to take a trip down memory lane. I'm Jerry Lake, the Unleashed Baby Boomer, and I'll be your host for this episode and all the episodes of Be Boomer Unleashed. Before we get into today's episode, let me remind you where you can always find our podcast. You can find us at beboomerunleashed.podbean.com. You can find us on iTunes and Google Play at Be Boomer Unleashed. You can find us on iHeartRadio at Unleashed, And you can also get our link on Facebook, Spotify, Tumblr, and Instagram at Be Boomer Unleashed. And on Twitter at Be Boomer Unleash One. And as always, we encourage you to drop us an email at BeBoomerUnleashed at gmail.com. Once again, that's BeBoomerUnleashed at gmail.com. And uh, let us know what you think of the episode and maybe give us some suggestions for future episodes. And if you'd like to be a guest on Be Boomer Unleashed, pick a topic and maybe we can talk about it together on, um, on this program or this podcast. Last week, we talked a little bit about uh, the early history of Christmas and how it's changed throughout the ages. And next week, in episode 52, we're going to conclude with the real Christmas story, uh, going all the way back to the first Christmas. But this week, got a special treat for us here in the Bee Boomer and Lee studio today. We've got two special guests, my kids, and we're going to take a trip down memory lane. Uh, we have my uh, daughter, the eldest. Uh, Cassie Stroud in the um, studio with us today, and Cassie is a uh, speech therapist for Cabell County Schools and the mother of two. And uh, my baby boy, Andy, he's a 40-year-old baby boy. How about that? But my baby boy, Andy Lake, who is pastor of Grace or pastor of Liberty Bible Church in Vienna, Ohio, that's north of Youngstown. I don't know if they make Vienna sausages there or what the town got its name for. But anyway, he's the pastor of Liberty Bible Church in Vienna, Ohio, and he and his wife, Sarah, have three children. So uh, welcome to the studio today, Cassie. Welcome to Be Boomer Unleashed. Thank you. It's good to be here. Well, we're we're glad to have you here, and it's good to see you and your brother in the same room together, and we're not really having any knockdowns or dragouts or anything right here, are we? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> the night's young. Andy, welcome. Uh, good to have you uh, all the way down from northern Ohio. It's good to be here. Well, tell us a little bit, uh, tell the Bee Boomer Unleashed audience a little bit about uh, uh, you, uh, both of you, just a bit uh, before we get into the uh, end of the podcast today. But Cassie, uh, what have you been doing since uh, you left the lake household? Well, since I left the lake household, I um, got married to Tony Stroud when I was, I just turned 21, December 31st, 1999. Um, that was the Y2K wedding, by the, the way. Y2K wedding. That's, that's the night we thought everything was going to go kafluki, and uh, so uh, we didn't know what was going to happen at stroke of midnight, so they thought they'd better get married in case the world was going to come to an end or something, you know. So anyway, you got married, and uh, we the got married. world didn't end, the and then what happened? We had a, a nice wedding, and all of our friends came. And we had a lot of fun. There was, what, two there? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 600 and some friends. 600 and some of our closest friends. They just came for the steak dinner, I think. But anyway, right. <laughs> uh, so you got married to Tony Stroud, who's an attorney. And uh, then uh, then what's happened? Where where you been? What have you been doing? 
Well, um, I've been a speech therapist. I graduated from Marshall University. I've traveled with Tony with his job. I've worked a little bit of everywhere with my job. But um, when we moved to Ohio, we decided that we wanted children. We were introduced to adoption in Ohio, and that's where we met our children, uh, Christina and Kaylee. And we adopted them. Christina was 11, and Kaylee was 3. And um, we wanted to be closer to family, so we moved back to West Virginia. Um, Tony was able to do that with his job, and we've been here since, and I'm happy to be home. Okay, and you work for, what, the Cabell County School System now? Cabell County Schools. I have the privilege of working with middle schoolers and high schoolers right now at Barbersville Middle School, your (laughs) old stomping grounds, and um, Cabell Midland High School. Okay. And uh, Andy, uh, what have you been doing since you uh, uh, ran away from home or since you left the uh, lake household? <laughs> ran away was probably the better way of saying it. I don't know what, I guess the question would probably be what haven't I been doing? I've done a little bit of everything. I uh, competitively ice skated, um, coached uh, figure skating, uh, spent some time in northern Kentucky, just south of Cincinnati, and uh, spent some time in Colorado and uh, uh, and around uh, trying to uh, make a career out of professional ice skating. And then uh, during that time, I kind of let uh, let it become the most important thing in my life and and uh, turned my back on pretty much everything else and everybody else. And during that time, I managed an ice skating rink. I waited tables and you know worked a as a uh, fitness trainer and a little bit of everything on the side. And then uh, when God decided it was time for me to hang up my skates, uh, he got my attention. I hit my knees and said, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. I'm tired of running from you. And uh, and so I got a job at the uh, Cincinnati airport uh, working around airplanes, aircraft maintenance, and uh, spent a little bit of time there doing that. And then... Uh, uh, while I was there in North Kentucky, I was attending a church there, and I uh, met the love of my life, Sarah then Saner, um, now Sarah Lake, and uh, uh, we uh, we got married in 2006, and uh, uh, shortly thereafter, I ended up uh, getting called on as a maintenance man at our church, uh, Grace Baptist in Middletown, under Pastor Roger Green. Uh, after about six months doing that, he decided he wanted to make me his children's pastor. So I was a children's pastor there at Grace Baptist Church for eight years. <clears throat> and then uh, from 2008-2016, uh, uh, and then in 2016, uh, uh, Lord saw fit to send me up to northern Ohio, northeastern Ohio, and been pastoring Liberty Bible Church now since June of 2016. Uh, Sarah and I have three uh, children, Danielle, Gabriel, and Abigail, and uh, one of each. Um, and uh, we we have a good time. One of each. Now, see, boy, uh, actually, you've got two of one and one. Of, you've got two girls and one boy. You don't have one of each. Oh, yeah, got, I've got one Danielle. I've got one Gabe, and I've got Oh, one okay, Abby. so that, I, I just needed yeah. you to clarify there. <laughs> i got one of each. Okay, one and, of each. Uh, I don't have two Gabes. Okay, um, gotcha. But, uh, uh, no, two girls, one boy. Uh, we, we just spend our life up there uh, uh, working in the church and, Helping out in the community as best we can, and uh, I don't know, just learning more theology, I guess. Okay, well, that's good. 
Well, listen, we're uh, we're tickled to have you here on the show. But what we uh, really came to talk about, and like I say, last week we talked about some of the early history of Christmas and how it's celebrated in different countries and different parts of the world. Next week, we're going to go back to the first Christmas and then fast forward to 2019 as to kind of what it's become today. But I wanted to have you guys on the program uh, this week to kind of talk uh, about some memories of Christmas, maybe some favorite or not so favorite memories of your Christmas growing up. I I can tell you Cassie's first Christmas, she doesn't remember. Uh, Cassie was a uh, Christmas baby. She was born uh, December 20th, 1977. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she's she's 42, okay? She'll be 42 in uh, December uh, 20th. Matter of fact, she's probably just about 42 now. But anyway, she... She was 42. Uh, but she um, uh, was born as a real snowy winter. Man, we had the blizzard of 77, and, uh, man, we were cooped up for a long time, and, and uh, she was kind of a colicky baby and a projectile vomiter. So nice. she she really, she really <laughs> nice. doesn't remember much about that, but we certainly do. But, uh, Cassie, uh, how about some of your... Early recollections of Christmas. Uh, what uh, what are what are some of the things you remember about uh, Christmas in West Virginia? Christmas in West Virginia. I think it's changed as I've, I've aged, but my earliest memories. I remember we family hopped. We call it the family hop. We go from <laughs> the aunts and the uncles' house to the the grandma's house and the great grandma's house. And, you know, at the time, I don't think I appreciated that as a kid. But now I look back and I think, you know, our family hop has gotten a little bit smaller. <laughs> and I really miss, um, you know, when we went out to Hamlin and we went to the church out there for their Christmas Eve service. It was a very small church. Um, Mimi's um, church. What was the name of that church? Central United Methodist. Yeah, and we would... Um, all the grandchildren were invited to sing, and we all got a stocking after the end of the service. And we'd go and visit with my um, Uncle Jim and Aunt Jane that I got to see maybe once a year or so because they lived in Chicago. And then, you know, we traveled. Dad's side of the family went to see Uncle Hunk and Aunt Ruby and that side of the family. And we all always spent time with our core family. But I think my favorite thing about Christmas... Um, it's just spending time with family and obviously going to church and um, unwrapping presents is something that you think about. But I think the thing that I think about the most is spending time with family. Okay. Andy, how about you? How about some early memories of Christmas for you? Uh, um, cookies. Cookies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not, uh, I wasn't very deep as a kid. I just, you know, cookies came along. Mom was uh, good with those. Mom too. was yeah. She was always making cookies. Always, um, she was making the, the hard candies too. And that's because uh, we couldn't afford to buy that stuff. <laughs> couldn't afford so, to buy it, so we so had, to, had make to make it. it. Yeah, she had to make it, and, and that was uh, that was probably one of my favorite things. And she, we had that old refrigerator, stand-up refrigerator down the basement, and uh, she would keep bowls, tins, and and and. Tupperware, of course, because you know it was the '80s and everybody had full Tupperware collection. Uh, we'd she'd have those Tupperwares full of chocolate-covered peanut butter balls and 
and the peanut butter cracker sandwiches dipped in chocolate. And then it, the thing it was deceptive, though, because she had the peanut butter balls, and I loved those, but then she had those other balls that were full of coconut. Yeah, the coconut. Yeah. Yeah. And as a kid, all I remember was reaching in to get one of the balls that I thought was a peanut butter, but it had coconut, and I would... Uh, yeah, I just spit that one out. <laughs> yeah, and she'd uh, she'd get mad at. Yeah, you. she she'd wondered always, what happened to all those. Yeah, so. and so she'd put those down there, and then she'd always get you know, don't put them where I can reach them. You know, I'm a kid. I'm going to go for the bottom shelf. And so uh, I'd be downstairs watching TV, and I'd go sneak a handful of cookies and sit in there and watch cartoons and eat Christmas cookies. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Cassie was talking about that Christmas hop, and we did a lot of hopping around. For at Christmas time, like a lot of families do. And I don't know, it's, uh, of course, the family wants to see everybody, but sometimes it's really not fair to the kids who want to enjoy their Christmas at home. But <clears throat> instead, we're dragging them all over um, the country to, to visit uh, relatives. And, you know, you look back on it, it was fun, and those those were good times. But uh, like now, our family, we have a little different situation than we used to. Uh, of course, Cassie uh, and Tony, they're in town now where we live, but Andy is about 300 miles north. So, and as a pastor, he doesn't get to just come in every little whip stitch. Uh, he works every weekend, right? So it's, um, it's difficult to get all the family together at the same time. And then, of course, Sarah has family out of town, not our town, but another town, probably a couple of hundred miles from here. And so they, you guys kind of uh, mix it up. Like uh, this year you're in for Thanksgiving and you'll go to her parents on Christmas. And then next year we'll switch up and, and we'll do the other things. What are your all's feelings on that, on that Christmas hop? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Uh, you know, I know there were times when you all were growing up that I'd look at your mother and say, I'm staying home. If anybody wants to see me, they can come here. I'm not dragging everybody, but we always ended up during doing the Christmas hop. Uh, what do you think about that? How do you think that affects kids? Is it a good thing for kids? Is it a bad thing? Is it you just got to accept the good with the bad? What do you guys think about that? Cassie, what do you think? I mean, at the time, I didn't appreciate it. <clears throat> I think we were really blessed. We we did not have any broken families to have to, you know, multiply that hop by. But I know a lot of people have to contend with that. Um, but I look back on it now, and I miss that. I miss the, those are the times. Sometimes it's the only time you get to see some family that comes in from out of town. And those are the, the memories that that last, I think. I did... I did uh, Miss playing with my toys sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. How about you, Andy? What do you think about it? I don't know. I'd say, you know, as a uh, as a pastor, my uh, we have a Christmas Eve service, and uh, you know, making making Christmas Eve there at the church, and I'm always very cautious. I don't ever want my kids to get uh, bitter toward church and toward ministry, um, so I'm always very cautious with. Uh, how I try to balance family and ministry life, and I don't, I don't, I, I don't even like to use that term balancing because if uh, if priorities are in check, there really is no balancing. They're they're meshed and, and married as one. But sometimes the the hectic bouncing around is it, it is difficult, and you know the kids are excited about 
about seeing family and uh, they're excited about Christmas. Um, they're excited about, uh, uh, th- there's just so many things uh, that, that the kids get worked up about. You know, they want to, they want to be there to sing the Christmas carols at uh, Christmas Eve service and then to run home and uh, throw a little bit of heartburn in our stomach, go to bed, and, and then Christmas morning comes around, and, you know, do we celebrate Christmas morning on Christmas Eve, or do we celebrate on Christmas morning? It can be. I think sometimes it, it, you lose sight of the reason that we're celebrating. You know, how, how would we take it if somebody says, I'm going to celebrate your birthday by going to my in-law's house today? And, uh, you know, it's like, okay, so... Uh, you're celebrating my birthday out of town at somebody else's house. And, uh, and so I, I don't know. I, I don't ever regret visiting family. I never do. I don't ever regret us doing the family hopping. But, uh, you know, I think sometimes if we're not careful, what what is the purpose of this time of year? You know, what is it that we're celebrating? Are we celebrating, you know, Christ's birth? And, and that I know is a personal thing. I can't push that on other people. That's that's me, and that's something that I struggle with and I fight because I'm very easily distracted. And so, just a little, just a little. Yeah, <laughs> I was ADD before it was popular to be ADD. Yeah, I mean, he was ADD before they knew what it was, you know. And probably most dictionaries, you look up attention deficit disorder with a little hyperactivity thrown in. You probably see Andy's picture there. Yeah. And some <laughs> some things never change. No. I I remember uh, one Christmas. You all probably don't remember this, but Mom and I were in bed, and Santa had come and left all the Christmas uh, presents under the tree. And um, Andy, you came in well early in the morning, about four o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and you kept bringing stuff into the bed and and saying, look, look what Candy Cost brought. Look what Candy Cost brought. And your mom is not a morning person. You all know that. So <laughs> she was just kind of in a day stupor, and she goes, huh, what? And then you brought in a Barbie doll. Look, Mommy, look what Candy Cost brought. And, and she said, oh, my goodness. And you had opened up every one of your sister's packages and, <laughs> and uh, brought them in. Well, we lived, I mean, we live on a budget now, but back then we didn't have money for a budget. And uh, mom had used every scrap of wrapping paper. And so she put you back to bed uh, with no cookies, uh, probably. And um, so she had to piece all those packages back together, all of the uh, wrapping paper that was in little shreds, and she had to tape it all back together. So that's uh, that's one memory that uh, that yeah. we have that you guys probably don't even remember that it happened, but it it did it mm-hmm. did. You know, we always enjoyed the family time. We enjoyed the the Christmas Eve service at the uh, at your Mimi or as my wife's mother in Hamlin. Of course, we didn't go to church there. We we lived forty miles away, so we we didn't go there. But on Christmas Eve, they had open mic night. Open mic night, you know, and <laughs> and, and we piano. we weren't going expecting anything, and then we heard, here's Andy Lake playing Deck the Halls, you know, and so you're playing the piano, all twenty seven verses, <laughs> and uh, then um, you know Cassie would do something, and of course your cousins, the Edwards, 
they would always like quote the 119th Psalm or something, you know. <laughs> and I mean, it was, it was, and, and, but your Mimi was so proud, you know. And people are saying, "Who are these kids? What are they, what are they doing here?" You know. But, but that was uh, that was a good time. Do you have any favorite Christmas memory, or do you have? Um, uh, something you got for Christmas one time that was the, the the best thing you could ever ever remember. Do you have any any memories like that that uh, this this ranks right up here with with the top of something I got for Christmas? How about you, Andy? You got got any mm. favorites? Yeah, I, I don't I, I don't know that I have really any one favorite. I mean, the one memory that sticks out, you know, you always mom did all the all the shopping like typical. Sure. You know, the the mother does ninety percent of the Christmas shopping, and right. Uh, but you always had the one gift that you bought as a family gift, right? And uh, um, so you'd go out and you'd buy something that, that was for the whole family. And um, <clears throat> I remember one year you bought uh, uh, RC car, remote control car, right? It's uh, it was yellow. It was had the big fancy controller and. It was pretty and, awesome. Uh, it was pretty awesome. It, I just kind of wish I'd have gotten to play with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, it was uh, it, it was the coolest thing. We, we were sitting. At, yeah, it was the gift that kept on giving the giver. And uh, <laughs> we were there. We were done opening our presents, and all of a sudden we hear this, you know, sound from a remote control car. And here comes this remote control car, and it's like, yeah. And so we were all excited to go outside and play with this remote control car. And it was so fun for us to get to. Watch you. Well, yeah, it was, it was a teach, it was a teachable moment. <laughs> yeah, it was a teachable. Yeah, you you played with a remote controlled car while we went, and every time it flipped over upside down, we were the ones to run over and flip it back over, and, and so it was still fun though. I mean, as a as a little kid, I well, yeah, that was, sure, that was pretty. That awesome. was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, you know, it's just like. You know, when you were kids, uh, you guys were the remote control. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean. Uh, it, it, it was it, that was the thing, or I would call you downstairs to go get the remote control for me, you know, or to but, hang up the phone, or, or to hang up the here, come here, hang this up, you know. I, but, I always wanted to know why we had that four hundred yard phone cord. <laughs> right. <laughs> then you'd be sitting there in the lazy boy, and 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 you'd you'd be done talking on the phone. We'd be three floors down and over at the neighbor's house or next town over, and you'd call us up, say, "Come hang this phone up." Yeah, I understood why you had a 400-yard telephone cord after that. Yeah. So. Well, fun times, fun, fun times. And now we uh, hopefully we'll, you guys will make memories with your kids uh, on Christmas, and they'll have something to think back fondly on through the years. And, you know, I hope that uh, we've said something here today that triggered a memory from from someone else about a Christmas that you had in the past or some fond memory. Uh, this episode really wasn't to particularly let you know more about our Christmas, but just to get you thinking about family and thinking about the good times that you have at Christmas and the good times that you've had, and that it's important that you make memories with your families this holiday season. Remember, it's not about the shopping. It's not about uh, the Christmas tree or the Christmas decorations. Uh, it's uh, it's about Jesus, and of course, Jesus is the reason for the season. So, you know, it's been good being with you all going down memory lane here a little bit. I appreciate you coming by. It's always good to get both of you together. 
Cassie, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Andy, thanks for being here. My pleasure. And uh, they didn't get in a fight. It was <laughs> it was amazing, you know, used to when they were kids. And I'll tell you this as we close out. If they would get in a fuss, we would make them stand toe-to-toe and look at each other. And uh, they would just have to stand there and look at each other, not touch each other, just look at each other. And uh, they spent a lot of time looking at each other. So anyway, <laughs> it's good to be with you all. Thanks, and uh, folks, uh, thank you for uh, being a part of Be Boomer Unleashed, episode 51, uh, Trip Down Memory Lane. And we hope you have fond memories of your Christmases and share those as, as you get around with your families this year. Sit around and talk about some of those memories. Don't just sift through the wrapping paper and see who got what. Sit, sit down and talk about some of the great memories you've had through Christmas. And I hope that each of you will enjoy Christmas to the fullest this year. Now, next week in episode 52, uh, we're going to talk about the first Christmas and then fast forward you right to 2019 and some of the things that have changed and the attitudes that have changed there. So it's been great being with you. Uh, We appreciate you stopping by. It wouldn't be much fun if you didn't stop by and take a listen to Be Boomer Unleashed. So have a great week. And may God bless each and every one of you. Goodbye.